the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We start a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show with extremely troubling news. Um, Students at uh, Ridgeview Junior High School in Pickerington, near Pickerington Central High School, are safe. Uh, But police were called there today around 10 a.m. on reports of an active shooter. There was no active shooter, uh, but there has been, according to multiple news reports, 10 TV, NBC4, an adult suicide uh, on the campus of Ridgeview uh, Junior High School. Uh, Ridgeview Junior High School is very close to the Pickerington Central High School football stadium. It's off uh, Hill Road South near Sycamore Creek. Uh, World Fire Church is in the neighborhood, so uh, we will keep you updated with what uh, television stations in town are reporting. Uh, Students have been taken to Pickerington Central High School by bus. Parents are being asked by police to pick up their children at the high school field house via Lockville Road and Opportunity Way and exit through Opportunity Way and Hill Road South. Uh, Parents must bring an ID to sign their child out. And they are asking uh, community members not to go to the school, uh, obviously, until they get the students uh, removed from the situation. The call came in around 1020 this morning. Pickerington police, um, again, underscore that the students are safe, but the school is on lockdown while the junior high students are being transferred by bus to Pick Central High School, which is in the very, very, very uh, close vicinity. Yeah, any events this afternoon could be canceled because of the investigation. I'm not sure exactly where that occurred, but Pickerington police uh, put out over social media that it was a parent, which is very sad. Wow, very, very yes. sad. Yes. Yeah, so we will uh, give you the details as they become available uh, from police sources, or if not from a police source, we will attribute it to uh, the news source that reports it. Um Keeping in mind that oftentimes the initial details of these reports and an insatiable desire to be first uh, are sometimes incorrect, Uh, but we do not have a motivation. We do not have an identity, and uh, when we get that, uh, if we are certain that it is um, information coming from law enforcement or if it is information that we can attribute to another uh, source in media, we will do so. Today, uh, otherwise today, uh, we talk a lot about crime and police matters and the effort in the city of Columbus to uh, deal with what the city administration believes was a police department that was not approaching uh, the stewardship of law and order in the city in the right way following the riots in May of 2020 after the death of George Floyd. Uh, We've had a big overhaul in police leadership downtown. We've got four new, uh, what is it, commanders in the past two weeks. Uh, people who have been on the department mm, 
somewhere between 10 and 20 years, not always, not even 20 years, actually. Uh, we have hired a new chief and an assistant chief from Detroit. I've been told by officers that they are uh, no longer classifying some homicides as homicides in the categories where you would typically find them. In the past, you would find them. I've checked with uh, these these homicides would be ones that involve children, young children, like the infant that um, died recently and had evidence of multiple broken bones, both at the time of its death and broken bones that were in the process of healing, signifying that those uh, fractures had happened a while ago. Uh, That uh, this is, I'm told by someone at the police department that I trust, uh, not an effort to hide the numbers, but an effort to bring Columbus police in line with how the FBI categorizes homicides in young people. I don't really understand why that would be any different. Uh, Maybe they don't want the homicide numbers to look. I mean, the presumption is they don't want the homicide numbers to look as bad as they are. But anyway, we have upheaval in our police department. I think that is inarguable. We have upheaval in our police department. We've had a lot of police officers leave the department. They were given officers $200,000 buyouts. Uh, assistant chiefs, commanders were given uh, multiple more $100,000 buyouts, up to half a million dollar buyouts. And those officers have gravitated to the suburbs, which, in my opinion, will become decidedly safer because they will have more experienced officers there. Uh, They retained, as uh, a Columbus police uh, officer, a woman named Melissa McFadden. Uh, Melissa McFadden is uh, African-American, which typically I wouldn't care one way or the other, but it's relevant to what we're going to tell you. She was the uh, police lieutenant who, after the George Floyd riots in Columbus, wrote a book about herself being a victim of racism in the Columbus Police Department. She went to court. She won her case that, She was racially discriminated against and retaliated against. And the verdict was $1. $1. I said at the time, I will say it again. I don't regret saying it then, nor do I regret saying it now or I wouldn't say it. That if the damages were $1, damages are reflective of the amount of harm Melissa McFadden suffered as a police lieutenant in her efforts to advance in the department because she was black. If the damages were $1, I think it is pretty evident that the jury thought, okay, you can maybe argue that there were some instances where you were treated in a certain way because you were black. But you cannot make the argument that you were harmed because you were black. Otherwise, they would have awarded her more money. City of Columbus, not shy about paying out money. Are they? They paid tens of millions of dollars out in all kinds of damages, even before jury verdicts come in. Well, now, Melissa McFadden, who is a commander, so mm, she didn't get hurt too bad, advancing from lieutenant to commander, she is being sued. And guess what? She's being sued because the officers suing her, and they are not all white. Some of them are black. 
say that she is the one who is obsessed by race, that she is the one who is discriminated on the basis of race. And it's uh, just very, very interesting to me uh, that those who often allege that they are victims of certain mindsets are themselves purveyors of that mindset. So that's uh, where we are today with Columbus Police. Now, if you were listening to the station this morning, you heard former President Donald Trump on with Hugh Hewitt. And I typically don't play a lot of interviews from other shows, but Donald Trump is a gigantic newsmaker. He is, a lot of people say he's the only declared candidate for president on the Republican ticket in 2024. And that's not accurate. John Bolton is also a declared candidate for president in 2024. I know he made his announcement on Good Morning Britain, so it kind of flew under the radar here. But uh, yeah, John John Brennan is also a candidate. Uh, John Bolton, rather, is also a candidate for president. So anyway, Donald Trump was on with Hugh Hewitt today. And what I wanted to hear was, okay, he's running for president. Any of us who have done a job, if given the opportunity to do the job another time, would probably make corrections, adjustments, tweaks to how we do the job. I wanted to hear if Donald Trump can be disciplined in his answers to Hugh Hewitt. Most notably, I wanted to hear if Donald Trump could address... Issues going on right now in our country, things that need to be fixed in our country, if he becomes president a second time. Because he could talk about the border, he could talk about foreign policy, he could talk about the economy, he could talk about there's an endless array of issues in our country that Donald Trump could address from a policy position. If he can do that, That, to me, will show growth in his own stewardship of his own discipline. And let me just be clear. Donald Trump was wronged repeatedly as president of this country. He did a phenomenal job as president of this country, particularly in light of the fact that there were those who were calling for him to be impeached before he sat in the Oval Office the first time. So he had a purposeful criminal effort to undermine him as president, engaged in by Hillary Clinton and Fusion GPS and the Democratic National Committee and others. That's in the past. Could Donald Trump go on Hugh Hewitt and leave it in the past and stay focused on the future? Could he be presidential And show everyone that he, therefore, is ready to be president again. You'll hear whether the president did that or not next. I'm going to update our top story uh, a lot today because it's uh, such a story of consequence. And we might have parents or grandparents in the uh, Pickerington area who need to know this. Uh, They have evacuated students from Ridgeview Junior High School. Uh, near Pickerington Central High School uh, because uh, reports today about 10-15 of an active shooter. It turned out that uh, this was an adult who
who committed suicide on the campus. And so they have bused the students to pick Central High School. All students are safe. All students are safe. No one hurt, uh, unfortunately, except the person who took their own life. Uh, we will give you details as we have them available. Uh, but the students are safe. They're being transferred by bus, and uh, parents are asked to go to Pick Central High School to pick up your kid. You have to provide an ID to sign them out. And uh, I'm sure there are police officers on scene directing you in the proper way in and the proper way out. But uh, all students safe at, Pick, at uh, Ridgeview Junior High School uh, near Pickerington Central High School. Now, this morning, uh, Hugh Hewitt, who precedes uh, Mike Gallagher, precedes me, had Donald Trump on the show. And as I said, Donald Trump's running for president. He did a phenomenal job policy-wise as president. He was undermined day one and ever after by the left, insinuating that he was a Russian pawn. They, they phonied up the Steele dossier. They phonied up the whole thing. They wasted tens of millions of dollars on the Mueller investigation. They impeached him twice without reason. I think we're going to find out uh, the more we uh, get insight and oversight into the Hunter Biden laptop that Joe Biden was a criminal and Joe Biden's a Russian pawn and a Chinese pawn because of his insatiable desire to cash in on his name. But I just still want to know, can Donald Trump be disciplined? Can Donald Trump be disciplined? Can he like stop litigating the wrongs of the past? And he was wronged. But can he look forward? We need to go forward. I don't want the 2024 presidential election to be about 2020. I don't want it to be about 2016 to 2020 unless it's about the great things Donald Trump did. So that was what I was listening for. How disciplined is Donald Trump? So here's Hugh's first question to Donald Trump. If uh, President Xi Jinping sends ships to invade Taiwan, should United States submarines sink them, Mr. President? Well, I wouldn't get into that. and It's uh, not a good thing to because those things you just don't tell to uh, the world's favorite radio host. You just can't do that. And you have to keep some things to yourself in terms of strategy because we're working hard and we think uh, we're doing really well and we could get very back there very soon. So I don't think you want to be broadcasting that. Uh, uh, I can tell you this. I can tell you this. Ukraine and Russia would have never happened if I was there. And Taiwan, which is a possibility, a strong possibility, would never, ever have happened if I were there. Okay, that's an A-plus answer. That's an A-plus answer. He's answering it as if he were president. And I'm not going to tell you what we're going to do strategically. He could. He's not the president. He can't affect policy. I don't think they're calling him up saying, hey, what do you think we should do with Xi Jinping? But that's an A-plus answer. That's a presidential answer. Second question about Ukraine. Should the United States send F-16s to Ukraine? I think the United States should negotiate peace between these two countries. And I don't think they should be sending very much. They should be negotiating peace. And the other thing is uh, Europe has to do much more because Europe is doing probably just a small fraction of what we're doing. Not probably. They're doing a very small fraction of what we're doing. Another A-plus answer. An absolute knock-it-out-of-the-park answer. And he could have gone into, in fact, he did go into a little bit. You know, I said this when I was president. You're not paying your fair share. you got to pay more. If you don't pay, we're not going to defend you. It is fine to refer to your record and contrast it against the current administration and to talk about what's needed in Ukraine. And he's right. We have to get to peace in Ukraine. We can't endlessly fund that war. It compromises our ability to respond the way we would ideally like to respond in Taiwan. It compromises our ability to defend our own self-interest. So that is an A-plus answer. So then Hugh Hewitt went right to what a lot of people want to know. 
is Donald Trump, if he becomes president again, going to retaliate against those who hmm, deserve it. But nevertheless, two wrongs don't make a right. Will Donald Trump retaliate against those who undermine his presidency the first time? First hard question. Some worry that if you are reelected president, you will use your powers to seek revenge on the people that have been after you since 2016 and 2015. What do you say to those people who say that you'll abuse the office if you're reelected? Well, when you look at that Columbia report, which was very devastating to The New York Times and to really everything, to our country because of what they did, uh, you know, I was a victim, and everyone knows it, and now they really know it. That was a well-crafted report by a rather liberal, I'm being nice, group of people. That well, the Columbia a- Journalism Review is very left-wing, yes. Okay, yeah, I, I'm trying to be nice. Yeah. But uh, that was a devastating report, and I think probably more so than anybody else. Well, the people that participated, but the New York Times was truly made into a— uh, Either a smart and evil group or a very Okay, here we're getting into a danger area right here. We are getting into a danger area where he asks him a question about, are you going to retaliate against your political opponents? And he takes the bait of his worst inclinations, which is to talk about the New York Times, talk about how badly he was wronged. I have no problem with him stating it. And moving on and reiterating the answer to the question, but that's not what he's doing. And so I'm getting a little worried at this point. So Hugh Hewitt interrupts and tries to refocus him. Well, they got it exactly wrong. Well, they did get it wrong, but my question is, if you're back in the Oval, will you use the powers of the presidency to punish people who punished you? No, I wouldn't do that. Because right. I want to bring our country forward. No, I wouldn't do that. One of the best things you did when you ran the first time. Words, but I wouldn't. I would be entitled to a revenge tour, if you want to know the truth, but I wouldn't do that. I would want to straighten out our border. I would want to get inflation down, build our economy up, which is actually doing very poorly. Okay, that's a good answer. It's not an A-plus answer because he had to be reminded, hey, here was my question. And again, this is a phone interview. So Donald Trump has people in the room right there with him. I wish he had advisors who he trusted enough to when somebody asks him a question or when he goes down this road of, uh, like, no, throat slash, eh, 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 move over, or cue card, answer the question, or wrap up, or something. Not going to crush him over that answer. Not going to crush him, but it was a little concerning to me. Now, I thought Hugh might get 10 minutes. He got 30. So there's a lot more to go through. Did he do well or not? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.